0: podcast never before have entrepreneurs had such close access to the gatekeepers of the news and here they will give you the jewels to help you put your name in the headlines by learning the secrets to sending perfect pitches turning news into story ideas for the media and becoming a true asset and a resource to the media and your industry. Join us as we talk to influential and insightful journalists and media professionals and get insider advice and tips to help you land your next or first media feature on national TV or even the front page of your own hometown newspaper. Our special guest today is Chandra Gore. Chandra Gore works with entrepreneurs and individuals to create foundations for success and to understand how to gain visibility using media outreach with her boutique consulting and public relations firm, Chandra Gore Consulting. Adding host, media correspondent, and moderator to her resume, Chandra is bringing her wit, unique comedic timing, laughter, and bubbly personality to the scene. Her personal brand, Conversations with Shan, include a podcast, YouTube series, and publication. Her slogan, Conversations Begin with a Smile, leads the way as she begins every endeavor with a smile. The author of several books, a moderator and speaker on topics such as business strategies, media relations, and entrepreneurship, along with her own. She is also a contributing writer for such publications as Pretty Women Hustle and Swag Her magazine. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome our guest today to Author Press Podcast, Chandra Gore.
1: Thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited. Thank you for being here.
0: Yes, Yes. so listen, all the things, you do all the things, so we have so much to talk about. Not only are you on on the media side of things, but you're also on the PR side of things as well. So listen, we can have a talk today. (laughs) We can have so many jewels to drop between the both of us, especially with you being on both sides at the same time, okay?
1: (laughs) So thank you so much for being (laughs) here. You're welcome, because I, <laughs> I, look, uh-huh, I've seen some things. I have seen some things. <laughs> we have seen some things, yes, yes.
0: You. What people don't know is that I feel like publicists, a lot of us feel led, purpose led to do what we do. Yes. Therefore, we have to endure a lot to get it done. But because we're purpose led, we get it done. Just know. <laughs> it's It's a lot of work it's, it's a, lot, of a work. lot
1: a lot of work, and yes. the respect level sometimes is not there, so yes. that's a whole different situation and we could talk for days on that <laughs>
0: so let's let's get to the heart of the matter and and it's to it's to what this podcast is about right um it is about helping everyday entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm learn how to crawl before they walk, kind of in the area of publicity. There's so many tools and resources now um, and the gates are down with technology to where people have so much more access to the media than they ever have before. And there's so much that people can do for themselves and things that they try to do, but they can do them in a better way. So we're here to talk to people um, in the media and just in in any side of the media to help people who are trying to pitch the media themselves people who want to tell a story, um, get it out there. We're here to help them help themselves until they're into um, positions where they're ready to hire a publicist. Right. So we're going to do that today. We're going to gather the children. So let's start um, with your background. Can you give us like a little bit of your background and how you came into like your career into um, both sides of the media?
1: Okay, so what had happened was, I'm messing. Um, <laughs> okay, listen, I'm gonna be serious. So I accidentally tripped and fell into strategic communications, because I used to do persuasive writing for a tech company. And I got there, you know, I'm not gonna go back, that's 20 years worth of stuff. But I actually um, li- loved, I fell in love with writing um, stories in a way that it would interest someone, and they would keep reading and want to know more. So um, I ended up writing for my, one of my business consulting clients, I ended up writing a press release and, um, it landed five places. And, um, I was like, oh, cause I always tell people in their business model, they should have a publicity plan or a strategy on how to reach media bloggers, different things like that, because people have to be interested in, in finding out more about you. So from there, that's, that's where it began. Because when I realized some of my, my consulting clients just were not ready and they were just not ready and so you have to finding out that a lot of people weren't ready their customer service sucked their business practices sucked. so they actually had a um it had a detrimental effect on when they got publicity they couldn't handle the influx of customers they couldn't handle the um the the level of you know the level of, of visibility because one they were nervous they weren't ready so that's what brought me into becoming a publicist because business consulting and public relations kind of go hand in hand. A lot of publicists don't care about some of them. I can't say, I can't speak for them, but some of them that we, my colleagues don't don't pay, it, don't look at the business structure. I have to know your business is registered. I have to know that you paid your taxes. I have to know all of that stuff because one thing I'm not gonna do is attach my name to something that's a sinking ship. So that's how like my business consulting led me here by happenstance so yes that's the long way i'm gonna say it yes awesome (laughs) so you
0: are also on the other side of the media because you are a contributing writer for pretty women Mm -hmm. hustle and her magazine and let me just tell you i just got off a panel i'm an online panel on youtube you guys follow me on youtube at taisha bradley um with Fancy. Yes. From Swagger Magazine. She was on the panel too and I didn't get a chance to be like oh guess what after this I'm talking to Chandra. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Listen this is my podcast so I can say that now. Hey Fancy I was, I'm talking to Chandra right after <laughs> she just got off so now I can get that out there. So <laughs> can you tell us like how you got into being a writer as well?
1: Well I launched my own publication and podcast first. And I was like, okay, I'm it's easy. And then I saw, then that's what led people to reach out to me and say, like, hey, do you want to be a contributor writer? I had people send me links like, hey, they're looking for writers. And at first I was like, listen, I don't want to fool up with nobody because, um, I don't want people bothering me. I want to write when I want to write and I want to write about what I want to write about. And I think um, when I read the publications, when I looked at their background, I was like, okay, this aligns with my views. So I decided to um, submit to be a contributing writer. The reason why I chose those two are is because of the makeup of them and also their, their mission. So I have my own mission. I have my own... Um, my own views about things but having writing up writing for publications that align with mine i'm happy with and um i will say this both of those publications are great not just because i'm there but because they have substance and you know they fact check their articles
0: okay nice and so um we've had guests that have been full-time reporters writers Mm -hmm. And then also freelance writers, contributing writers. Um, and you are a contributing writer. Can you explain um, to our guests what a contributing writer is, like how that works?
1: So, for Pretty Women Hustle, I pretty much have the ability to write what I wanna write when I wanna write. Um, for Swagger, I do the same thing, but they do assign us stories to write, you know, people to interview and stuff like that. And I think, and it's, it, you know, like I think each structure is different, but the biggest thing about it is, um, with Swagard that you, you have to align with what the mission is. And as a contributing writer, you have to be well aware and well-versed in different subjects and stuff like that. And if something doesn't pique your interest to write about and they assign it to you, you have, you have to tell them that because you don't want to come across lackluster or not giving them, you know, um, a great piece. So You know, as a contributor writer, you just have to know your beat, which is what you write about. Because if somebody's like, that's not my beat, and somebody like, what you mean, that's your subject matter, you know, that you write about and you write about it well, you know, you can expand on it, you can ask the right questions. And those that's part of being a great contributing writer is knowing how to ask those questions. And so me being a publicist, I know how to ask those questions. So it works out in my favor. So Um, I think a lot of businesses or a lot of brands can get more reach if they become contributing writers because... They can learn more about themselves. They can they can um submit articles about the subject matter that the things that they are subject matter experts in to gain that media coverage or create that media coverage. You get what I'm saying? So that's that's pretty- yes, I love that.
0: See, that's the benefit of having a, another publicist on here. <laughs> is that one of the top secrets to getting media is to what? Be the media hello. Yep. <laughs> So there are all kinds of magazines that can, you know, that take contributing writers, you just go to their website. um, Mm -hmm. And you look, if you go way down to the bottom of the footers and look at those different links, um, you'll often find places where you can be a submit a press release or find media contact information or be a contributing writer and so many of our those these huge n- name entrepreneurs mm-hmm. out in the space are contributing writers for these places nicole walters do you know nicole walters nicole walters nope. podcast mm-hmm. okay she's huge business consulting i went through her um course excellent course uh, she's a contributing writer for forbes and I'm like, listen, okay. all the heavy hitters are doing it, <laughs> and yeah, everyone else has amazing. that same access to be able to do that. So definitely, I encourage people um, who really, really have something to say and who have strong writing abilities to be a contributing writer. It's a perfect way to get your message out from a third party, but like, it's still you. So
1: yeah, I love the fact that you said they have something. Never mind
0: yes <laughs> yes okay so let me ask you this so you say that sometimes you find your own stories tell me what tell us what kind of stories um you write about and how you find sources for stories and um,
1: yeah So most of the time people pitch through my website and i sometimes look at the pitch and if it doesn't fit with what i want on conversations with chan Um, it may work for swagger or, or, um, pretty women hustle. And a lot of times they work for all three, but I just determine what I want to cover, what questions I want to ask. And I create the questions based on the platform that, that I'm going to put it on. You can't put everything on every, everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't work, you know? Um, and so that's the biggest, that's how I get to that. And I tell people all the time, please read my past articles for each publication to understand what you're going to get. Um, I'm incorporating Newsbreak into, in another publication soon, into my, um, into my, my writing, into my, you know, my, my portfolio. But I'm mindful. I'm trying to be very, very particular because I don't want to come off as advertising, but I do want to spread the news and stuff like that. So it's all about reading, reading the room before you pitch. And a lot of people don't do that. You can't pitch a sports writer um, news about a new puppy.
0: Right. Even if you love your new puppy and it's cute. We know.
1: (laughs) I see it a lot because journalists, and I tell people, if you're going to take on being your own publicist, and if you say PR, I I hate when people say that, we're not PR, we're publicists, okay? So a lot of times that people want to be their own publicist, they need to do research on the journalist that they're reaching out to. Um, And so that's that's my biggest thing. If I see someone, they have not researched me, they have not listened to a podcast, read an article, read anything, I I decline.
0: Yes, I like to tell people um, different places that they can research um, uh, media, like Muckrack, for instance. Are there any other places that you would recommend that people could go for free
1: and kind of find media contact information I wouldn't, i'm not giving my yeah social media is your place to go and i'm not going to tell you how to get to the point because i'm just going to sell you this because i ain't nobody getting my little secrets and things but if you google and research and read reading is fundamental and knowing that you if there's somebody some news outlet that you really really want to be on Please do your, do your due diligence and find out more about it. Make sure you look at every reporter, every person there and read what they have covered. Listen to what they, see, this is why you hire somebody because they've already done this, but if you want to do it yourself, take the time, listen to their last 10 interviews, listen to, read their last 10 blogs, follow them, look at what they do and then get in where you fit in and talk their language. So that's that's that's. I gave y'all a, a gem, jewel, whatever. Right. on clubhouse, you dropping gems? Yes, that's what I <laughs> that's effective art. publicity is not just throwing
0: spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Girl, like, it's the quickest way to be blacklisted and forever. So tell me this: so when people piss you. Um, for any of your publications, um, your media outlets, your own as well, do you prefer that people just come to you and say, you know, hey, my name is Taisha. I'm a publicist. Would you like to cover me? Or would you like for me to come to you with like a whole story laid out and be like, hey, I'm Taisha Publicist. This is what I want to come on and
1: talk about? I have a website. On that website are multiple links. On those links are directions on how to pitch me. And I will say this, uh, I've gotten some mess and I'm like, did you not see the, so you just decline because I break it down so easy to submit a story. I have the questions there. If you want to book a uh, a video interview with me, the link is there. If you just want to submit a pitch, there's a link for that there. And it tells you what you need to tell me and how, because I don't want to go back and I've seen some pitches that have been emailed to me and I felt bad for the person that was their client. Cause I'm like, do you, are you, y'all paying for this? Like, so you charge somebody for this. Like, and then I reply back in my, my, I'm very blunt, but I'm an honest blunt person. And so I reply back to the publicist. like, you're representing, you're not representing your client. Well, this is what you should have done. You know, this is a better way for you to pitch your client because follow directions, read the room. And I've, we are on this podcast to talk about how to do this, right? Right. Yeah. Listen.
0: So I love that you said that you have the instructions there. I find that more and more and more media outlets are doing that, you know, because there's yeah. a frustration with the back and forth and, yep. you know, they kind of have to sift through things and it's a lot. That's so nice. I find that more places are doing that. And what do we call those in media is editorial guidelines. Yep. So look for editorial guidelines. You can even Google it. editorial guidelines for said media outlet, and it's very likely that you would find that. And if you don't um, so know what
1: editorial guidelines and definition, there's a video on YouTube and on Google that will give you the definition. I'm sorry. I know you, you so nice. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, so
0: let me ask you this. I love helperreporter.com, Harold, Harold, yes. hero. It doesn't matter how you say that. Do you ever use that to put out a query or yes. respond to queries?
1: Yes, it is the best way to get quick coverage for a client. But I'm going to say this, and I want people to understand something. You have to respond, read, follow directions. Because if not, and you can go to check and see if your query has has been opened or actually responded to or used. So read the room you know after a while you you know after if you do 10 of them and you don't get them some you're doing something wrong
0: right yes I, it's like what i call shooting fish in a barrel girl so and for um our listeners who i uh, may not have heard of one of our previous episodes where we've talked about harrow um what it is is helpareporter.com and it is a place where thousands of journalists come and they post what are queries and they are looking for people to give a quote or to give insight or to be on a podcast, sometimes to be on a television show. Um, you just kind of never know. Sometimes it's little small things and things that are a little sketchy every now and then. Sometimes it's huge things. I've been um, quoted in Forbes, Good Housekeeping, all through Harrow. I have had an opportunity to um, do a virtual interview with Angela Bassett thanks to harrow so i really really encourage people to start there at helperreporter.com so if you didn't know what that is and what we're talking about that is what it is and so okay. chandra you say you do use harrow so what are you what are your thoughts on or do you have any kind
1: of harrow tips tricks anything you want to give to people pay attention Pay attention and respond within the time frame. The earlier the better. But please pay attention, y'all, because we let me tell you some, COVID has created a um, reporters, journalists are overworked and not respected. So to keep to be respectful, make sure you do those things and make their jobs easier, especially if they're, if they're putting a query on Harrow they want quality they want everything answered and they they're detailed so just please follow directions if you if you can't do that then i don't know what you're doing
0: right and so when people um so say someone um answers a a harrow query and then the journalist is like all right this person might work let me check them out because you know they're people who are kind of unsavory characters who can (laughs) respond or people who may not be legitimate or people who might be like, I just want some media. Sure, I'll say any old thing, you know, to get featured. So when journalists go to check out people and when you go to vet out and check out your guests, where do you go to check out and what are you looking for? And what are red flags?
1: Okay. So y'all want let me give y'all a story. Y'all, y'all get something to write with. Take Take notes. Sicily, I mean <laughs> No, so I used to write for this publication and they sent me uh, someone to interview and my spiders, my spider sense was like, you know, before you do this interview research this person so you can get your questions together. And that's what I do. I research them to get their questions so that I'm asking questions or if the publicist sends me over questions like I do for my clients, I draft the questions to help make sure my clients give a great interview. So they didn't do any of that for me. And, um, I typed the name in Google. When I say this person was not who they said they were, their ed- the ed- education was non-existent. Um, their business wasn't even registered. Like everything that they said in their bio was a whole bunch of mess. Um, so I'm on the interview because they were like, you need to do a real... I was on there five minutes. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. Thank you so much for your time. Have a good night. And I like, because I, you know how... It messes with your integrity, your journalistic integrity, because no one will take you seriously because you actually interviewed and did not do your due diligence to make sure this person was legit. I mean, the interview is still up because I'm, you know, I have to be transparent and um, <laughs> people stop lying. <laughs> don't lie because if 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 you know like i know i'm going to do my research and i'm gonna put you in google i'm gonna put you on on the social media i'm going to do my due diligence because so many people have lost their credibility because of a guest that they did not research beforehand so and i hope you did your due diligence on me and you know because um i just yeah
0: yes yes you know i do (laughs)
1: Because you understand, but it's like, it was embarrassing. You no, know, I do. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's, it's a risk.
0: You know, it's a risk for the media to have someone who's not credible mm-hmm. or someone who has some other kind of hidden agenda. And maybe they go on a live broadcast and they start screaming out something else that has nothing to do <laughs> with what right. we're doing. So people have to really get. And so, you know, what your online presence really matters, you know, what you talk about on your personal, is that visible Um, what public records are out there. That's why I encourage our entrepreneurs to, you know, invest in earning media because, you know, everything on the World Wide Web is out there. And so if I'm Googling someone, you know, and on their first page of Googling, you know, there's only two things about them in business ever. And then like their bankruptcy public record. Like, come on now, (laughs) Not that anything was wrong with that, but why is that on the first page of Google? Like, you need to be controlling some of your digital presence so when people are researching you they're finding what you need them to find people have more and more control over that every day and that's definitely something that people can do by earning media is putting media positive things about their business and their brand out there and pushing other things down that people don't need to know (laughs) even further down so that when people are vetting you your your best image is forward
1: and that's what I tell people all the time. Becoming, I have a course, becoming media ready. Google yourself. Like she said. Because sometimes you may miss something. You know, and then also, I'm not saying nobody, you have to be perfect because there's plenty of people that we put on these pedestals that um that are that, you know, they may be horrible people, but you know, they 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 own their stuff, right? But at the same time, y'all gotta realize look at what you what you got out there and earned media and this is the biggest thing the top tier earned media sites are going to research you not saying that my who i write for and stuff like that are not top tier but if you want to get the forbes you want to get to um marie claire all of these uh quote-unquote top tier media outlets y'all gotta y'all gotta get yourself together. Okay, you can't be on social media arguing with your baby father and making that public. And then you write a whole dissertation and you forget that you is public and somebody screenshots and then share the tag. Y'all don't want them type of problems. That's crisis management at that point. That costs more.
0: Right. And talking about your haters all the time. Listen, everybody have haters and we would like to air them out as well. But you know what? It's not good for the look.
1: I don't have the because I don't acknowledge things that 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 don't right. Matter. So right,
0: but you know, people always <laughs> there's always going to be things, especially in in the spaces, you know, especially when you're trying to be visible you know, people are going to have some things to say and it's already hard enough, you know, because yep. it's hard to be out there and be visible like that. And, you know.
1: <laughs> Girl, and that's what I tell people, like, don't worry. And that's the biggest thing that I, I, some, you know, if they had clients or people, potential clients, I'm like, stop looking at what the next person has secured because that's not for you. Your journey is your journey, you know, and understand that you can't come to a publicist or an outlet and say, this is what I want you to do for me. No, no, no they don't have to write about you. They don't have to cover anything that you're doing. So this is what I'm saying, be nice when you're reaching out, be understanding, don't badger the journalist on when they're going to publish, when they're going to make your article live or it's going to go on. You know, you have to be mindful of that. You cannot, it's so disrespectful.
0: I'm glad that you brought that up because I do want to go into that. So when people pitch you, if If it's a no and you're not interested and it's not a good fit, do you say no or do you just not respond?
1: Oh, I'm responding I'm okay. responding this is not a great fit for my publication at the time, perhaps if you have another angle that you can you know come back with possibly and if 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 I don't feel that right fit and if I'm in a giving mood, I'll create an angle and reply back and say, this is what I want to, um, I would love to cover you. Can you expand on this topic? Can you, can you answer these questions? And i most of the time I'm, you know, I may, I may, uh, I may bark sometimes, but I'm a, I'm a nice person because I want people, I know how hard it is for certain, for publicists to get a placement. And I know how important it is for them to secure placement because people want instantaneous results. And that's not always the thing. But if you have but if a publicist reached out to me and say, listen, I haven't had a placement in a while or whatever. Can you look at this and see what you can do if it's something? And I'm like, "Okay, cool. I can do that if it's newsworthy. But if it's not, I'm replying back like this is not going to work. And I'm sorry. What's your
0: definition of newsworthy? Because that that's one of our vocabulary words here on Off the Press podcast. Um, what's your hi. version of newsworthy?
1: So I'm always checking the wire. I'm always checking the trends or what's trending and things like that. So that's, you know, tying it into something that's current, that's newsworthy. Doing things that are um, extraordinary, that's newsworthy. We have three, four, three, four million uh, life coaches. Not, unless they curing um, stupidity. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> not to try to be funny, another, but that is not newsworthy to me. And I hate to be like that, but you have to know your angle to make you stand out in the crowd. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to, you know, to be besmirch life coaches, but. <sighs>
0: Okay. Awesome. Is there a particular day that you like answer emails or do you just answer emails when you get them? Like what's, what's your, what's your style around that?
1: I actually have an, uh, uh, I have a junior publicist and admin. So normally she's reviewing them and she's letting me know what she's giving me a dossier of what's been, what's came in and I'll respond. I'll give her the response. I'll review it and I'll let her know. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't, um, I have a thing, a bounce back that goes, you know, give me 24 to 48 hours, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yes, you know? I received that a few times. Thank you. At least you so know. At first I <laughs> felt red. Mm. Then the second time I was like, listen, I need to copy, paste, and set this up for self.
1: Yes. <laughs> give me a chance. Right, and so, because um, right. a lot of people get to the point where I know you saw my email and then that's where I get to the point where I get to this in two weeks since you want to, you want to do that. I got you. Cause first of all, I'm doing you a favor. I'm blessing you. So don't get to acting beside yourself. See this is how I got on the block list for heaven. I'm going to be on the porch. Y'all going to be in the inside. I'm going to be on the porch
0: because let me tell you <laughs> it's mild. I received a, um a auto reply from a journalist that I published. I'm um, that, pitch and it was for a client and it was a tech writer when I tell you that autoresponder read me for filth <laughs> Baby, and he literally let me know all the reasons why he was not gonna run my pitch and it was an autoresponder and I was like the amount of pitches that were just so misguided that he gets has to be astronomical for him to respond with something like that and that's when I was like you know what something has to be done because these are the gatekeepers of the media and like we have to be respectful or we can no longer get in the gate because fake news is a thing and all of these other things like we have to keep our media friends happy and working and motivated to tell the truth and the stories that we want and need to hear right we need to take care of these folks so the fact that you know he had like such abrasive of an autoresponder and I always kept it man it was a good little read he wasn't
1: abrasive
0: he was tired he was tired (laughs) (laughs) it was was funny You know it was like whoo but it was also funny i still have it to this day i probably had that thing like three years i kept that email and i am going to do a book one day and when i tell you that email is going to be in that book
1: listen that is a whole
0: chapter (laughs) that email is going to be in the book man it helped me as a publicist be better because i was like man he is tired
1: (laughs) Girl, I actually had to tell, I actually sent out an email blast and I was like, listen, please do not add me to another one of y'all distribution lists. Um, If you do, I will never, I'm not doing this. Don't don't add me to something that I didn't ask to be added to. And if you pitch me and I'm telling you I need a week or I'm on vacation or I'm with my family and you, I know you busy, but that's exactly what it is. I know what, you know, I'm busy. And I got sick. Oh, my gosh. I'm a publicist and I got, I got sick and I couldn't get my articles out. I got a nasty email and I was just like, let me pick up the phone. Let me pick up the phone because what you're not going to do, I'm literally sick. And you couldn't even, didn't even say, hey, how you doing, cat, dog, go to hell, nothing. I sent you your questions back, da da Picked up that phone so quick. Let me go ahead and gather your edges real quick, okay? Because what you're not going to do is do this. Y'all.
0: Free through it. (laughs) Do you (laughs) know that a publicist is in one of the top most stressful jobs? Yes. In the U.S.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I actually, uh, I had a client, and I have it on video, screaming and yelling and cursing at me. And I recorded it because, one, in my contract, it states no abusive behaviors or, um, or unreasonable expectations. And, you know, and I have an, a clause that enacts you to fully buy out your contract and leave me alone. Because if you have the audacity just because you paid me a little bit of coin that you feel you're going to talk to me like, like lower than a dog, go ahead and pay me my money and get, get on somewhere because I don't, the mistreatment of individuals like us who give, who have an intangible but much needed product, that that's, that that's the level of respect needs to be there. The level of understanding needs to be there. And those who tolerate it are setting the precedence that cannot be changed. Journalists who just give in and just, um, they let people slide on disrespect or slide on not having everything they need. They're going to do that to the next person and the next person. And they're going to push that one person. It's like, just like you said, listen to this podcast and learn to be better at what you're doing. You know, understand that journalists and we're people too. Yes.
0: And publicists are people too.
1: Yeah. We're out here trying to connect the dots
0: putting our replication to
1: see the dots to connect So I don't understand why you don't <laughs> understand. We doing we doing we're doing the lord's work.
0: Tell me we really are. We really are trying to trying to get the burning bushes in order. Listen. Hello? Trying to come down with commandments. <laughs> Trying Talk to help about. you share your messages <laughs> oh with the masses. Yes, we're trying to help you. Help, help us help you yes. do what we came here to do. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's very awesome. um So, what are you working on right now? And what can people help you with in your work? How can people help you? Somebody trying to edit these podcast episodes? These videos. No mess. Listen, <laughs>
1: I'm messing. send them
0: my way as well.
1: Um, what I'm working on now is a, I have a beta course that's going live. Well, we, I think we have enough people for the beta, but now, you know, the course will be live in September called Press Me. And that's where we walk you through the process of creating a bio, a media kit, but it's it's not a deep dive that you would have to have a publicist for to create a strategic communications plan. And in your business plan, there should be that. And that's, this is the thing. Um, the course will teach you what to ask a publicist, how to work with a publicist, and how to understand the process. Um, and so with the Press Me course, it actually helps people to understand exactly what they need to be ready, the toolkit to be ready to work with a publicist, because sometimes it may take you six months to a year to be ready for a publicist. So in that meantime, you have to build your own breadcrumbs. So this, um, (laughs) this course will help them. You know, will help any help them get to where they need to be. It's like it's four weeks, but it's worth it. And um, because a lot of people are starting out or they're relaunching their business and they don't know what their mission statement is, they don't know how to connect their 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 story throughout their business. So it's giving those tips and um, teaching the everything is not Googleable. So that's what Press Me is going to do. It's going to help you get ready to work with a professional um, and actually have something to bring to the table. Because I'm gonna say this, public relations is not something you wanna start off cold. Um, You should consult with a publicist before you launch your business, even if you don't retain them, but you should definitely pay for a consultation and work and pay for a a plan that even if you can't execute it, you do the things so that it can be executed at a later time if that makes sense. So that's what we're doing. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> I also later this year, I have a course on the do's and don'ts of social media.
0: Nice. We need that as well.
1: And a customer service course. Oh, and that as well. Yes, I'm I'm just glad I had to bow my head and, um, <laughs> you know, send my prayer to somebody who, you know, got a number to the main line because, some of it's your customer service that's ruining your business that public relations cannot fix. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Yes, absolutely. I've definitely been in that area as well, to where, you know, <laughs> a business has a great product or it has a great service, <laughs> but the customer service needs a lot of prayer. And, you know, that's just not something that we can fix and that we should be expected to fix as publicists and it makes us uncomfortable with sharing your information far and wide when we know that there are a lot of chinks in your armor um you know because who wants to bring attention to something that could possibly implode you know it's just not something that people want and then also I always tell people that you know when you try to engage in publicity and get pr you know earn media for yourself um you know say you you do and it and it hits you know, I give the example of with Oprah and um, Foot Nanny, you know, her pedicurist had this line, you know, that she was doing. Oprah loved it, told everybody about it. This lady almost went out of business because the demand was so much and so crazy, she couldn't keep up, you know, and Oprah herself had to come in and help her, you know, be able to manage and save her business. From, all, from what that publicity did to her. They call that the O effect. When Oprah says your name, everybody runs to you. And listen, if you're not ready for that, oh. don't be trying to be an O magazine. And that's <laughs> It'll the be your grand thing. opening and your grand closing. And that's really embarrassing. And you know, you could possibly lose your shot at something huge like that if you are out there too soon and you're not ready.
1: And that's the biggest thing is, is um, telling someone who's eager and anxious. to to, to cool it because you have to have your SOPs and your processes in place. Your man, like all of this stuff comes into play. And sometimes I look at a business that is imploding and the bad reviews that they're getting. And it's like, this is not because they, they can't do it. It's because they jumped the gun on getting the visibility that they needed and they needed to be patient. Listen.
0: Nice, absolutely, oh my gosh! We've had like such a great conversation today, and it was a little bit different from the other episodes. But listen, I wanted to be organic, and this is what we needed like these conversations need to be had, so I'm so excited to be able to have someone like you on here so we mm-hmm. could talk about some of those back end things, and I love that you can talk from both sides um, so let me ask you a couple more questions because we're getting toward the end of our conversation today mm-hmm. um but let me ask you this. Um, if you could choose a media, any kind of media outlet that you want, where would you want to be featured and what would like your headline be?
1: (laughs) My headline would actually have to be my tagline conversations begin with a smile. That would be my, that would be the, 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 the headline of my, um, of my my article and, you know, everyone says Essence Ebony all that, but I want Jet magazine. I'm taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> Old school Jet, okay, Jet.
0: <laughs> Probably get a cover at this point.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, like I honestly like that would make that would that would made girl if Jet you know, Jen, would- that's iconic. Cause you know, I get my own month or whatever, my week or whatever. You know what I'm saying? see yes. a weekly publication. <laughs> so think about it after 52 weeks of the year, I would have my own week, preferably my birthday week, but that's besides the point. But yes. I'm just saying, to me that would be if you know if it was around still, I would have loved that. But um, but also right on, not because um Cynthia Horner is uh the great is a VIP of the goat of covering um news stories that make that matter to us entertainment and um good news stories so I gotta shout her out because I've loved her growth because come on right on everybody had those things on their posts on their walls girl
0: right yes those good old
1: posters (laughs) yes I would love to have you know to be on yeah those that's what it would be nice what is a
0: story that you worked on that forever changed you
1: Cool. there's been so many, there's been, a, there's been many, um, dang, I did, a, um, I did a, not an interview, but I had, um, one of my clients, I have a client that I produced her show and she had, um, her ride, the founder of that. And I did write an article. I interviewed them, you a Q they gave me the founder reading her story and stuff like that. When I see things like that, that are, that are targeting towards women and keeping them safe and stuff that made me happy that, that, that actually, you know, made me smile. But I will say on my Amazon live stream, the first interview was from an, um, an interview, um, I interviewed, this guy from who lives in France. He was a New York Times bestseller. He was my first interview ever on my Amazon live stream, and I don't know if I can say his name or not, but I'll definitely send a link to his book and to that live stream. And if you want to, yeah, name drop. Oh, shout him like, out. Let them, let them eat pancakes is the name of the book. Um, yo, it was dope. Like he he actually, I had to get up at like three o'clock in the morning to do the to do the interview and do the yeah that really that really sparked me to write more and so and just to get my interview skills together and just having because my interviews are just like this a conversation that's why it's named conversation with chance so yeah that I'm sorry like I'm smiling right because- yeah and
0: I want to say for those who are on the audio only li- listen so now I see where like your your tag comes in because you have the most delightful smile I'm just over here smiling too <laughs> all hard oh Every, okay gotcha good job <laughs> I'm glad I asked that question yeah. I love that all right and so and my next question was who is someone that you connected with through a story that you'll always remember and that sounds like that was a perfect one but is there anyone else that you want to shout out girl
1: there's so many so many what's oh, big one Maybe. I would actually say Keandra Lockett of um uh she's Jolie Noir but she's also a singer a gospel singer when I told when I tell you um uh hold up yes. um when I tell you she prayed with me beforehand because I was really I was nervous that day I went through something and she prayed with me beforehand and I I posted the prayer or whatever um and it was one of those things like I'm st- I'm friends with her on Facebook and just to see her glow up and you know girl I'm about to she her stuff is in target now i used man i used to listen i don't bought every piece that i had i this just seeing her growth and who she is as a person she's a real she's amazing like she's one of those ones that stands out to me um there's so many yo like i i've talked to
0: all right a yeah lot of people. oh get to work with such amazing people, though. Listen, we get a lot of bumps along the way, but man, the rewarding part is all the amazing people that we meet and the stories that we get to retell. Like, it really reminds us why we do what we do and why we endure what we do.
1: Because I I would say, and then, I'm sorry, I got to tell Sharifa Hardy, yes keep going something (laughs) that lady she got so many jobs she's great at everything she does she was she's running for she's going to be running for senate and I know she'll do it she is actually the head of the long the um the I'm I'm she does a lot over down there in Long Beach okay like I'm just gonna say that she she's she's amazing um (sighs) <sighs> she's so dope. It's like, I can list all the things she does. She done launch, launch a TV network. She does. She's amazing. So those, she stands out also. So yeah, those, we would be here for another hour girl I'm gonna shut up y'all just okay. Really? go back and yes. look at my interviews because
0: <laughs> you're so fun and I want to cut up with you and we're gonna do that on IG live you know if you'll have me I'll send you another email and be like, yes please can we come have complicated conversations because there's so many other journalists where we want to you know because we're communicators like yeah we, we can be at this for a while so there's so many other journals that I'm, I've talked to I'm like, we need to talk some more. And, you know, so I'm going to circle back around you guys. So let me know that you love this episode. And then, you know, I will have Chandra on and we'll do IG live and we'll cut up. Because I have so, I listen, I know that you have a lot of stories and I have some too, though. Girl, and
1: we can tell them stories. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, <laughs>
0: right. You know, one of those old late night Instagram lives where it's like two
1: people and they're just cackling and you're like, what's going on here? That's, That's going to be us. us. <laughs> his <laughs> yes. yeah <laughs> I was res- I because I did research you before um I you know because I want to know what what I'm getting into and I love your format and everything and I know I, I'm Thank always going to be myself I'm trying to be serious but that ain't my ministry um yeah so <laughs> I'm a yeah yeah you know what format. I'm, I'm kind of formal but you know I came
0: up Straight corporate, like twenty years, it just kind of does something to you. It's hard to get out there, but listen, I like a good cut up and a good kiki. Please believe that it it changes
1: you. Corporate America, it does,
0: it does, it does. It It really shaped me, and I feel like a lot of how I'm successful as in a solo entrepreneur is because Mm -hmm. of the way that I learn how to move in corporate, you know what I mean? And so I take those things and I apply it to my business, but I still, you know, I'm myself and I am listening this way. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I would like to, you know, be able to, you know, be loose and cut up a little bit more, but you know, it's, it's people just operate how they operate. I try to operate like, you know, in the most authentic way that I can. So that is awesome thank you for looking me up I'm always so nervous too I'm a, I'm a publicist in that shower I'm like listen don't look at me look at them don't that's look at name. me don't look at them this, so, is, this, this is the hard, hard part here. for me because it's hard for us
1: I don't I don't listen I ain't supposed to be seen I'm supposed to be you know I'm supposed to get right. you seen you don't need to see me just know yes, I'm and
0: out. that's what's so special about this podcast is that like media people are always wanting to be covered and not thinking like hey what do you have to say right and so that's just what's so special about this and why I appreciate you know the people who say yes to this podcast because it's really putting themselves out there and giving people information and a perspective that is like people just don't do this people just don't right. people keep media and things like this so much but we're not doing that because you know we want everybody to succeed you know I want everybody to do good that's so awesome. A here, here is uh, my last question. And we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, what do you hope our listeners take away from this conversation of all the good little things that we talked about? If they don't take away one thing to this, what is it, Chandra?
1: Being respectful and understanding so that you give, you get what you receive. If you give respect, you'll get respect. And that leads to a placement. That's what I want people to get from this. Like, that is the number one thing. Please give what you want to receive.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much. And then remind everyone where they can find you. And if you have a call to action or offer or anything that you would like our listeners to do, they'll be happy to do that to support you. How can they find you and what would you like for them to do?
1: I'm, go to my website, um, Chandra or Conversations with Chan. Dot com sign up for the mailing list so that I can send you the link to my new course or I can send you a link to you know you can get the links for my my podcast or my publication and if you want to submit submit if you've never had media placement submit I would love to help someone get their first placement that that to me would make me happy to help someone but make sure you be mindful the guidelines are there just follow them I'm, I'm here to help
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much for that and giving our audience the opportunity and the encouragement, you know, to get their very first placement. And that is uh, the ultimate goal of what we want to do here at the Press Podcast. We want to help media be able to receive helpful information that they can really use. And we want entrepreneurs and business persons, professionals to be able to share their messages in a way that is helpful. So thank you so much again, Chandra, for being here today on off the press podcast we really appreciate you and we encourage you in all of
1: your endeavors best of luck thank Thank you so much for being our guest you're welcome thank you for having me